Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings, and then make those characters fight for our amusement, and yours as well. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is just the right amount of Ken Napsok. And the right amount of whiskey. It's post-Comic-Con. It's water. That's right. <laughs> Our whiskey today is water, and you have some sort of uh, Red Bull, but more aggressive? It's an aggressive, uh, uh, large coffee brand's uh, own energy drink, is what I'll say. <laughs> own energy. Yeah. All right. We're recording this post-Comic-Con haze. That's right. There is still crust in our eyes and warmth in our hearts, but we are exhausted. So this is going to be an yep. extra fun uh, data bank brawl full of water and caffeine. We might have to pee halfway through. Let's <laughs> find out. So this has, of course, been just an amazing week in Star Wars fandom. Yeah. So many cool announcements at San Diego Comic-Con. Of course, the biggest one being Clone Wars saved, Clone Wars returns. And I thought, yeah. why not have a special Clone Wars databank brawl? Ooh, love that a lot. That's usually... <laughs> Could go a lot of different directions. Yeah, it's it can go a lot of different directions. And I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I spend a lot of time really, like really finessing. Like, what's the right match? I'm gonna compare it to episodes that we've done recently. Episodes coming up. This one just came to me in a, a whiskey fueled vision. I and love it's like, it. Yes, this 
is what it must be. And I, I researched it. Like, did, have we done these characters before? No, these are the characters that belong together, must be together. They must fight. <laughs> are you ready for your first Clone Wars combatant? I'm up and ready. The winner of, in many people's hearts, dumbest Star Wars name, not all people, but some people, our first combatant is Savage Opress. Ooh. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say. Savage Opress was once a common knight brother whose fighting prowess impressed Asajj Ventress. Transformed into a monstrous warrior by Mother Talzin, Opress became Count Duco's new assassin in secret Sith apprentice. His loyalty, however, remained to Talzin. The Night Sisters' leader gave Savage a new quest to find his brother, Darth Maul, who had somehow survived his apparent death and was living in exile in the Outer Rim. Savage located Maul and became his brother's enforcer in the Shadow Collective, but died when Darth Sidious confronted the two Sith warriors on Mandalore. Mm. From birth to death, practically, in one paragraph, <laughs> the whole journey, the whole sad story of Savage Opress <laughs> right there. Oh, yeah. man. So uh, we will discuss a little bit about the, what this character looks like, how we feel about him, what we got in the wilds of Wikipedia. Anything extra there? I mean, there's even in the in the canon tab, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of episodes to, to summarize and put in yeah. this there. But I'm looking at his stats, his as Vince Gully used to say, the pregame stats and stories. Um, uh, male standing, now here's interesting, 1.89 meters, which is you know already a good size, but that is pre-transformation. So we knew he kind of got bigger, He grew. hulked out, yeah. Yeah, hulked out. Eye color, grayish green and yellow. Skin color, yellow and brown. Cybernetics, a prosthetic left arm, which I don't recall off that. I need to refresh myself. Yeah, Obi-Wan hacked his arm off, That's right, that's right. Always hacking off. <laughs> the Mall Brothers. <laughs> well, I guess he doesn't really have a last name. Hello there. Hello there. Goodbye, Lim. Affiliations, of course. Knight Brothers, Sith, Confederacy of Independent Systems. Briefly, it notes. Shadow Collective. Uh, you know, yeah, my brother started a business. We're, uh, we're a startup there. Uh, we're going to figure it out. So, <laughs> they're a startup. Like, they're in Silicon Valley, practically. Yeah, some of the pregame stats and stories there. Now, we do know he, he has a canon death that doesn't always stop us here on Databank Brawl. That's right. So can you give a nice, juicy description of what he truly looks like? Because he is unique. He is yes. like Darth Maul on magic steroids, right? Yes, he is Darth Maul on some HGH. He is, I've always, like, he's a yellow Darth Maul. Darth Maul's got the red, he's got the yellow. That's how you can tell him apart. But, of course, because he goes through this witchy transformation, he is bigger, he is stronger, he is faster. His horns on his head are bigger than the Maul we knew in Phantom Menace. Now, we know those horns can kind of grow, right? Yeah, Maul grew his horns out, yeah. right? <laughs> 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 join a band. Uh, next on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, we're going to take this Zabrik and cut his horns <laughs> or let them grow. Anton's going to have him cook some mac and cheese in the microwave. Oh, so, that sounds so good. It does sound good right now. So, yeah, but even facially, even too, he's got a little bit of a wider face post-transformation there. Just a bigger, supersized just a brute, a brute of a character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Savage Opress? It's been a journey that has ended up in a very positive space. Okay. You, you make fun of his name, and I think uh, that is uh, totally justified. I think <laughs> Savage Opress, spelled Savage Opress, is one of the worst Star Wars names. <laughs> and Star Wars names are fun, and I don't mind that at all. Yeah. All right, Joff, Sea Striker, silly but great all at the same time. So I'm okay. Darth Maul, Maul, uh, you know, the Darth names are even kind of funny too. Yeah, yeah. Darth Sidious is not uh, subtle. Yeah, Tyrannus. Tyrannus. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of them there. Darth Scary Pants pretty soon. Yeah, they're all named this way. uh, And it seems like Lucas was almost delighting in it of like, Yes. yes. His name is Savage Opress, except for we were going to remove one of the P's from Opress. Yeah. And then, oh, how about a sort of French-Canadian pronunciation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opress. <laughs> so it took me a while. It took me a while to get to accept Darth Maul back mm-hmm. and how a lot of it. it wasn't, I wasn't on board for it at first. And that's part of the less of the Clone Wars series whether it be Ahsoka or Mibra Gascon or some of the other wilder things, Riff Tampson, um, 
Yeah, and I'm not I'm not on board on that one either. Um, you have to kind of just go on the journey and see where it takes you. And this one took me and the fans to a great spot. Yeah, yeah. I like Savage Opress. I, I really feel like the Clone Wars, particularly right there in the middle, you could feel George Lucas going, on Tuesdays I wake up and Star mm-hmm. Wars is a B movie, a mm-hmm. dumb, pulpy serial adventure with right. names like Savage Opress, because why not? And they woke up on Wednesday and was like, but it does have deep, important themes and like it's always going to go together, you know, and that's what I like about it. And I feel, feel that way about Savage Opress, like a character who should be ridiculous, super ridiculous name. He's mm. Darth Maul, but bigger because <laughs> of magic. And like when he first shows up, he's just brutalizing everyone and the Jedi are even like, who or what could have done this? Yes. Like, but then he starts to become this tragic character where he was created to serve Dooku yeah. or, or and, and secretly assassinate Dooku yeah. and Dooku kind of kicks his ass and he yeah. finds his, his brother and his brother kind of puts him in his place and says, but I'm the true master. I've actually really studied the Sith arts. I really I went to college. Yeah. yeah, I went to Sith college. Yeah. I didn't get my Sith GED like you did. I mean, Maul's kind of a <laughs> jerk to him. Yeah. And then he ends up just being murdered. Yeah. By Sidious, you know, getting limbs hacked off. So he, to me, he takes on this like sort of tragic, almost Frankenstein's monster. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to do, I want to be whatever I'm supposed to be for whoever I w- wants me to be that thing, but I can't. And he's just this big, sad, bulky lug. Yeah, bulky lug who, you know, who wins a contest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be, oh, my whole life has changed. So, yeah, tragic and, and it is a good way to put it. Maul becomes tragic for me, too, because he's yeah. trapped by his vengeance and trapped by his anger and his evil. And, and I think that's why his death is so beautiful in the arms of Kenobi, essentially. And so uh, the, these brothers got some tragedy flowing through their veins. Yeah, it ain't easy being a knight, brother. <laughs> It ain't easy. <laughs> it ain't easy. All right. So we shall move on to our next combatant. Who, who in all of the canon of Clone Wars could possibly face the just majestic savagery of yeah. Savage Opress? The answer was obvious. Our next combatant is Mieber Gascon. Oh, wow. I, wow. Oh, yeah. I've been keeping Mieber in my pocket. Kind of literally, yeah. Uh, you <laughs> could keep Mieber in your pocket. Been keeping Mieber in my pocket for the right yeah. episode. In this, a celebration of the return of the Clone Wars, yeah. fighting Savage Opress. How could I not? It had to be Savage <laughs> versus Mieber, Opress yeah. versus Gascon. Yeah. Here yeah. is what Star Wars.com databank has to say. Another large entry for a tiny character. Through the clone troopers, uh, though the clone troopers embodied the war effort of the Galactic Republic against the Separatist Alliance, victory was reliant upon valiant patriots of all shapes and sizes. Mieber Gascon answered the call of duty at the very start of the conflict and offered his keen analysis as part of strategic command since the Battle of Geonosis. The Jedi Council placed Gascon in command of D-Squad's mission to obtain a vital Separatist encryption module. No nonsense. And military-minded, with an outsized personality and gruff voice, the diminutive Gascon balked at any suggestion that he was simply a map reader or that his D-Squad assignment was a result of his tiny size. That's it. That's the whole... Whole passage for Mieber, who stars in uh, five to six to 18 episodes of that D Squad. I can't remember how long that arc is. It is uh, four episodes long. Okay, yes, yes. Yeah. And Mieber's uh, present and adventuring throughout. Right. I right. rewatched uh, like the clip of his introduction uh, okay. this morning to get back into the mindset of who is Mieber. I didn't have time to rewatch the entire D Squad arc. But wow. got a, a little bit of Mieber back in my brain. Okay. What do you got for Mieber on Wikipedia? All right. Stats are, you know, Zilkin, like you said, uh, male point zero point three three meters tall. <laughs> Our wow. shortest combatant ever? I Maybe? believe so. Eye color blue. Skin color, a uh, nice froggy green. It ain't easy being green. <laughs> Affiliations, Galactic Republic, Republic Strategic Command, and, of course, the aforementioned D Squad. <sighs> Behind the scenes, I didn't know this. Oh, wow. Gascon's design originated from concept artwork for Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. The design originally conceived for Jar Jar Binks. 
Ooh, yeah. You can see that. Yeah, yeah. He's got uh, kind of similar eyes, right? Yeah, little eye stalks. Yeah. Uh, voiced by friend of the show, Stephen Stanton, who voices a ton of characters in Rebels and Clone Wars and has said that, uh, you know, they bring him in for the weird, wacky, wild ones. Oh, well, and they did a great job with Bieber, yeah. and he does do a great job with that voice. Yes. Uh, Stephen is a real chameleon mm-hmm. uh, of voice work, and he is... Uh, up, up to his normal high quality work voice in Mieber. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a nice juicy description of what he looks like? He's, he's frog like, he's got the eye stalks. Okay. What else is going on? Eye stalks, frog like, but imagine a frog standing up so that that kind of long frog jaw becomes a, uh, you know, bulbous kind of <laughs> kind of boss nest type of face. Wide mouth, wide set uh, eyes and nose. Um, I mean, he's got some prominent lips there, man. This Mieber has gone. And he's oh, always, yeah. you know, he's got, he stands upright. Um, and he's got, I think I haven't seen a full picture of him in a while, but I think he's got little flipper feet and hands, right? A little Akbar action. Kind uh, of, right? Yeah, yeah. I just pulled this up. He's got giant hands and feet. He's got teeny well, tiny arms and then he, uh, hands as big as his head and mm, feet to match. That's right. That's right. And always uh, in a little, re- re- uh, well, I guess it would be Republic. Uh, military outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh, he does a lot of hopping, so his legs got to have some power. <laughs> got to have some power. Got to have some power. Meaver hopping power. <laughs> so tell me how you feel about mm. uh, Meaver. All right. At this point. Yeah. I mentioned him, right? It's challenging. It's challenging. So uh, fortunate enough to get to know Stephen Stanton later on, but at the time, I you know, when this, this comes up, I don't know who Stephen Stanton is. I don't pay attention to credits. This was my least favorite Star Wars character ever. <laughs> um, in, Worse than Riff. Wor- well, Riff is up there too, but Riff we don't spend as much time with, I felt. Yeah. This one really felt weird. Now, um, and I've, I've joked about this with Stephen in person over dinner, and he's shown me pictures of... Uh, of a model his brother has made of Mieber Gascon, oh, wow. and it looks cool. So the episode, so here's the thing. I th- I'm trying to, where did it really come from, my dislike of this character? It's a frog character, right? But yeah, Star Wars is full of weird-looking characters. Um, I think, you never, you ever, even some of you watch as, uh, and love as much as Clone Wars, Joseph, have you ever like just watch something out of the corner of your eye? <laughs> you got other things going on. Yeah. Even if it's the first time you've seen the episode. So the first time I'm watching this episode, a group of droids d squad in you know uh, you know the the underdogs having yep. a victory is not a bad concept i actually nope. like the the tales of the the core the soul of these episodes totally on board with it i think i thought meber was like normal sized and so i think out of the corner of my eye they kept c- talking to him and i'm like all right frog character you know we got akbar and radis here and at the time i didn't know radis yeah I'm good. If we have some mount, like some calamari floating around the galaxy battling out, I'm okay with the frog. It was when I realized he was true to size. Teeny tiny. And it was a teeny tiny frog. I went, nope, I'm out. <laughs> Not for me. Maybe a great lesson for children here because that's okay. I can live in a world where some Star Wars is not made specifically for me. And uh, just it's been hard for me to get back in. <laughs> well, I will have to go and rewatch these episodes. Oh, I watched yeah. them all in one day. This is a, a, like a time. Uh, I said this on the main show, like uh, early in my time in Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, where I, I had days where like I'm gonna watch Clone Wars all day because I want to know what happened next with Maul. I'm like, okay, well, I know that there's some episodes in between. Like, and I just kept hitting next episode, next episode, next episode, and I was like the. I, I like this. I like the idea. Oh, he's tiny. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and he's used to being disrespected and, right. and uh, nobody thinks anything of droids. And this is a great, this is episode after episode of let's celebrate the underdog. Yeah. A lot of wacky comedy. Mm. And it's like, that's fine. I'll just power through. I'll power through. I'll power through. So honestly, it is all a blur to me because I just watched them thinking <laughs> this, this arc does end, right? <laughs> it's really long. <laughs> Two episodes would have been great. Um, but again, what the the episodes, everything you just described is perfect. It's perfect for Star Wars. It's yeah. perfect for what George was originally trying to do and, and the morality tales and all those kind of things. It's just not for me. Yep. And uh, it, there's no ambiguity. I rewatched the clip where Mieber is introduced and you are with all of your powerful Jedi. Yeah. Uh, my, my fave, Terra Sanube, is in there. And they're 
Mace is uh, detailing this plan uh, mm-hmm. uh, for D Squad, which is all the droids, and says we have this great leader. And the way it's shot, the door opens and you don't see anyone, and then the camera pans down and you see this tiny shadow after the big buildup. It's not even remotely subtle. Okay. This is a story of underdogs. This is a story of not judging people by their appearance, but rather their abilities. Right. Which is great. Yeah. Important. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how Mieber does. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's kill him. No. <laughs> yes. And on that note, unless you have any other Mieber thoughts you want to share. Mm-mm. All right. Then Mm-mm. let's fight. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So as always, we like to decide the where and the when. We like to fight when these characters are still alive. Savage Oppress, murdered by Darth Sidious. As far as we know, Mieber could be answering Leia's call for the resistance in episode (laughs) nine. Mieber could still be alive. Mieber in nine. I'm okay with that. Hashtag Mieber in nine. I'd be... so against the character that now I want that to happen. Oh my god! Just a background shot yeah. of like a, a bunch mm. of resistance allies coming together. Maybe gosh, God, I can't remember his yeah. voice actually. Two BB two, you're with me. <laughs> Knew that D Squad is um, back in action. Yeah, wow, wow. Yeah, he's got kind of just a gruff voice. Right? Oh, this, is, this isn't a great version well, of it, but that's the general vibe of it. Um, 
I mean, in, in truth, Savage could have come. If Maul can come back, uh, he can come back. So, um, anyways, I think this is has to do with uh, Mieber as as a colonel and a battle strategist being uh, sent or working a case of trying to discover more on criminal syndicates. Mm, yeah, yeah. The Shadow Collective is getting started up. Right. Uh, I think the the Jedi Council realizes. Uh, they're not our direct enemy, but they are a threat. We still have to try to do our best to protect the galaxy. Yeah. If the Clone Wars weren't raging, that's what we'd be paying attention to, dealing with this uh, right. up, uprise of these new syndicates. So uh, mm. Mieber, I think, is sent just to uh, collect information. Yeah, I think he's set with just one droid mm-hmm. to uh, maybe it's a mouse droid. I like because that. a mouse droid can kind of infiltrate anywhere. <laughs> yep. He's sent with a mouse droid to basically plug the mouse droid in mm. to any shadow collective uh, tech yeah. and download as much information as possible and get out of there. This is not a guts and glory episode no. or, uh, or assignment, rather. This is just a mission for, you know, go in there undetected yeah. and get the information and get out. What What planet? We don't want it to be... Mandalore, where, where do the where do the uh, where did that syndicate where did the, where, where they hold their meetings? Uh, I think mostly Mandalore. <laughs> was it mostly? Uh, Mandalore? Yeah, there was another. There was another location that they got chased out of. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, we could just uh, we could set it on a ship, even. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Ord Mantell. Ord Mantell. Uh, yes. Vizsla yes. Keep. Yes. Zenbar. But okay, a ship is a good idea. It makes yeah. some sense. Yeah. So they, they've got some intel about uh, some product that's being moved. Yes. Uh, maybe yeah. some spice. I love that. Got uh, since the Got the, uh, the the pikes were involved at some yeah. point here. So, what about that? We've got a ship traveling, yeah, with, uh, with spice, and Mieber is sent mm-hmm. to sneak on board, which I think he does successfully. He uh, paints uh, the mouse droid with uh, some like uh, uh, some paint that looks like the design. Of the tattoos of the Knight Brothers. Oh, okay. Okay. And it just kind of blends in because it thinks, hey, it'll look evil. He hides inside the mouse droid. Yeah. It just rolls right onto the ship when they're uh, loading up on Kessel. Perfect. And then they're off into the into the galaxy, and Mieber is on board. He climbs out of his mouse droid mm-hmm. and, and uh, gives the mouse droid commands because he likes to give commands. Well, so, all right. Well, I think we're... Uh, we're going to go forward. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, he is hiding kind of kind of behind the uh, mouse droid, but also trying to walk around like he belongs there. He has put on some uh, little evil-looking robes. Yeah. He's taken his infiltration duties seriously. Uh, and the first thing that happens, the second that they step out of the cargo hold, the mouse droid runs into the monstrous yellow foot, of Savage Opress. Clancy Brown voices him, so I can't do that voice either. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's, it's uh, a mole-like voice, right? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah, so Savage immediately just is like... Senses it right away. Yeah, I think he's just like... I think he actually bends down and he picks up the mouse droid. Mm. And I think Savage is not the sharpest tool in the shed, no. so I think he says to the mouse droid, he holds it up to his face like, why are you painted like me? Is that, are you mocking my markings? Do you mock Savage Opress? And then he hears a voice from below. He hears Mieber trying to talk or bluff or bludgeon his way out of this. I say, uh, why don't you put down my ride, eh, there, son? (laughs) Uh, Did you just call me son? Ah, I can call you kid, sport, champ, whatever you want to do. I'm Colonel Mieber Gascon. I do not care who you are. I am Savage Opress. I don't know why I'd reveal my identity that quickly, but I did. I'm very proud of my rank. You are a bold little creature. Did you not hear my name? Normally when people hear my name, they cower. It is a terrifying name. I will say it again and see if you respond correctly. Savage Opress. I gotta tell you, of all the names you could have uh, been given in the galaxy, not my favorite, but your size is uh, what's more impressive. You are not the normal Zabrik. And you, what are you, tiny thing? 
I'm your doom! And he leaps up <laughs> as high as he can onto uh, Savage Opress's knee. Oh, okay, yeah, he gets about high. as high as he gets. Okay. That's high for him. And Savage, in his fury, yells, How dare you touch me? He squeezes the mouse droid, and with his might, he crunches it up. The mouse droid sparks fly. And then he decides to smash Mieber. Yeah. And he swings down. Mieber, of course, is smart enough to jump out of the way. Yeah. His Savage Opress smashes the remnants of the mouse droid into his own knee. Savage is like, oh. <laughs> Mieber drops and rolls out of the way, looks at his uh, mouse droid friend and has a moment for him. Uh, rest well, my friend. We'll see you on the other side. And, but tomorrow. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think uh, Savage has been uh, uh, monitored uh, from the Jedi Temple mm-hmm. uh, by Kiati Mundi. Okay. And uh, Kiati Mundi is like in his earpiece, like, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Mieber, your goal was to infiltrate. Uh, get out of there. You've done what you need to do. Mieber's no. not having it, is he? There's a war to win here. I can't let my droid friend's death be in vain. And Savage is, uh, oh, he's, he's hopping, hopping around, around in pain and shame. Yeah. I think he turns, he's like, it is time, little frog thing. For you to die. And I think he reaches out with the force and tries yeah. to choke Mieber with the force. But he, the force is like, it, it, you know, it's what binds us. It's an energy all around all living beings and uh, even some rocks. Uh, it, 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 it can't find purchase even on Mieber right away. He's too I, yeah, small. I think, yeah, I think he's having a hard time finding him, reaching yeah. out, finding him. Uh-huh. He does have a Sith GED or the equivalent thereof. Yeah. He learned fast. He does finally find in the Force yeah. where uh, Mieber is. Mieber, I think, is hopping around uh, trying to escape, and he gets him. He gets him. Yeah. He squeezes as hard as he can, but I don't know if there are many bones in Mieber. No. And basically... It's like if you used the force to try to choke a dog squeezy toy to death. Mieber just squeezes up and makes a cool noise. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Savage releases. Yeah. And there's this. <laughs> exactly. This sort of whiny, squeaky yeah. release noise. And Savage is like, what? What dark magic is this? Yeah. Which I think gives Mieber an opening to attack. He Big does. question is, how is he going to attack? Is he on the ground now at this point? I uh, think he dropped to the him. ground. He's back, dropped him. Okay. So here's what Mieber Gascon does. He runs between Savage Repress's legs, uh, not unlike Luke, uh, similar to the Rancor, and uh, grabs one of the uh, parts of the squish droid that he can get his uh, oh, nice. amphibious uh, little uh, flippers around. And he launches it as high as he can, and it hits uh, Savage in the back of the of the uh, ankle there. The, oh, the, the back the, of the, the ankle. Back of the ankle. Oh, yeah, okay. It's a heavy piece. He, Mieber couldn't get it up. Boom. But it, like, causes Savage to, like, turn around. He's oh, not, yeah. He's not in pain. He's like, oh, ah. you're still trying to fight me. Fool. Uh, and I think he realizes now that uh, this little creature has a, a, a strange tactical advantage. He does. And because Savage is not very smart, he says what he's thinking out loud. He's like, you have a strange tactical advantage. I will I will do what I must. I will go down to your level. And with he leaps, yeah. trying to encompass as much space as possible. He spreads his legs. One got a banged up knee. Another has a piece of metal sticking out of the ankle. Oh, yeah. Rawr! And he just tries to smash down in this relatively confined space because they're just in a corridor outside the cargo yeah. hold, right? Yeah. And I think that he does successfully yeah. smash down on Mieber. I think oh. I think Mieber, uh, this is a gross, yes. I don't know what I'm going to say it, but I, mean, I think Mieber ends up eating a nipple. I think oh, uh, yeah. I think he gets a smash right under yep. uh, the, the chest yeah. of Savage Opress. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so Savage gets up to his feet, scrambles to his feet, thinking that he has squished this little frog. Yeah. But really now, he's in his tunic. 
Yep, he is <laughs> inside roaming around Savage's tunic, and I yeah he he's in there uh, delivering little he, those those fists are large right yeah so I think he's like I think this is where your kidney is. Bieber got scarred kidney punch. When <laughs> he's announcing it like he's some weird superhero. Yeah, yep. and it doesn't really hurt, but it does tickle a little bit. <laughs> Savage is laughing. Like, what are you doing? You can't defeat me this way. Uh, so Savage uh, is at a loss. He's like, the force cannot crush him. The weight of my body cannot crush him. Clearly, I must cut him apart. By the way, at this point, a pike uh, syndicate member walks by and looks down the hall and just sees Savage oppress uh, going <laughs> and can't see him fighting anything, so he thinks just uh, Savage is like tickling himself. Yeah, Savage in fact sees this, yeah, and uh, he reaches out with the force and so powerfully and rips the head off <laughs> the pike. A lot of the pike. A lot of mucus everywhere. Yeah, a lot of mucus everywhere. He's like bad. No one shall know of this. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, he actually calls the head to him through the force. Yes. He was uh, about to get his lightsaber out, but yeah. then he's like, no, nope, a head. A head is even better. So he says that out loud. A head is better. He grabs the <laughs> head, and he starts bashing his own body with the... With the, the bike mask? Yeah, with his armored bike head, okay. uh, trying to get oh. Mieber. And I think oh. Mieber's jumping around, right? He's jumping around, and Savage is piercing his own skin. Yeah. Ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, uh, I can take it. Ooh, ah. Whatever oh, I can ah. dish out, I can take myself onto myself. We sound like Savage the, Press. We sound like the Phantom Menace <laughs> Padres extra, <laughs> extras, by the way. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Um, so he's just stabbing himself, and Mieber's still in that tunic, punching. And I think at one point Mieber takes a big bite. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know what kind of teeth he has, but ah, Mieber bite. <laughs> He announces it, yeah. And now blood is actually coming out. Uh, Savage is, is bleeding. Don't they have like kind of like green blood? Where they got? Yeah, I mean, I dude, strange magic blood. Yeah, a little bit of dark mist, mists blood. of magic come out. <laughs> it's a really gross sound. And uh, Savage, I think at this point, is like enough. He pulls yeah. out his lightsaber. He ignites it. The first thing he does is he cuts the security camera. Oh. Just in case anybody else is watching. He can't have anyone, he, especially he, his brother, see this. Yeah, he should have done this to begin with. Yeah. Uh, and also because he knows it is time now mm-hmm. uh, to remove the advantage that Mibra has, which is Savage's clothing. So he begins to rip his mm. own clothing off. Ooh, okay. He's, uh, he rips a piece off, throws it into the air, and cuts it apart. And it's just like basically taking his own clothes off and cutting them apart in an effort to find Mieber mm-hmm. and hopefully strike him. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's topless, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, now he's down to his underpants. He's down uh, to his underpants. And he doesn't know where in all of this charred clothing yeah. Mieber is. Where yes. is Mieber? Mieber has, um, <laughs> Mieber, uh, has wrapped himself up in a, uh underbelt. Um, a lot of times, like you wear a uniform, you have your top, your Sam Brown, your belt on the top. You got an underbelt to attach it to. So there's like a little underbelt, and and he's fallen to the ground in that. And in that, there he notices there uh, like some little kind of weaponry Ooh. attached, uh, backup weapons. So maybe a little tiny vibro blade, okay. explosive. You know, Savage will press is some secret weapons. Yeah, in his in his underbelt. Nice, yeah, underbelt, nice. Yeah, and I think uh, Mieber. Uh, on it's unlike him. Normally he's mm-hmm. so bold, but is this lightsaber is blazing? He's feeling the heat in the sizzle, and he is maybe having a moment where he says to himself, not out loud like Savage. Yeah, then he's like, oh, "Come on, Reber, your strategy. You're all about strategy. Got to pull it together." And I think he finds these weapons, and I think that he comes up with a strategy. Because right now he's just been jumping, attacking. He has been using uh, his boldness, his braveness. But now he needs an actual concept. What is his angle of attack? What is his strategy? His angle of attack is to find a way to get up to Savage Opress's head. Brilliant. Needs to get up there. He sees how Savage does not really react to pain. No. He's got that bit of metal still sticking out of his ankle. Ooh. And Mieber is someone who has always been tiny and always mm-hmm. been uh, judged for it, yep. realizes, well, it doesn't matter if you're tiny, 
if mm-hmm. there's a stairway. Right. <laughs> so <Take> the stairs. <laughs> he, he starts using that vibroblade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's running around and he's cutting random bits of metal, the, the Pike's helmet, bits of the mouse droid, and he is taking his time. It's You know when you play a, a big boss in a video game and you know... Yeah. I'm going to win, but it's going to take me 45 minutes if I just yeah. watch the pattern and hide. Watch the pattern. Get out of the way. Strike. Oh, the eye is flashing. Oh, but oh. only for a second. And now I have to wait three more minutes while the big boss does his pattern again. Savage <laughs> is doing his pattern. He's slicing. Yep. He's reaching out with the force. Mm-hmm. And Mieber's dodging. And he keeps throwing one more piece. Ah, Savage. Like, that, ah. that will not stop me. And Savage doesn't notice that... Yeah. Mieber is basically building a ladder up the back of his leg. Oh yeah! It's now it's it's he's got a piece of metal hanging out of his his powerful powerful buttock, yeah. uh, all the way up the back. This was, winding staircase, it's a glute stairway, a glute stairway like yep. the Jedi steps on Octo. Yes, running all the yeah. way up the back of Savage Press. It's the same music cue too. <laughs> um, yeah, so now he's about mid back. And yeah, and he's struggling to get the final one up because Savage is, you know, he's also me he, he to carry these pieces. I'm assuming too, right? Or, oh or yeah, yeah. This was a lot of work. This yep. battle has been going on now. Like uh, Darth Maul is on the bridge, going, "Where is my brother? I sent him to get me a drink. Where is he? And a snack. I bet he's eating them a, a snack again by himself. He does that all the time. You're a night brother, not night snacker. Yeah." Uh, and Savage is almost getting a little winded. Yeah. He can't believe this. Oh, yeah. He's swinging that blade around. It's like that, that poor kid in the, the garage. We saw a winded Star Wars got. kid. Yeah. Star Wars kid. This is now Savage Press's Star Wars kid. But Mieber has finally created his masterpiece. Yes. And he begins climbing this up the back. Stairway to heaven. The stairway yeah. <laughs> to the head Ooh. of Opress. First step. Second step. Third step. And now o- yeah. Opress uh, sees a flash in uh, in the shiny hall, mm-hmm. oh, and he okay. gets just a glimpse of his back, and he sees the creature, mm. and he yells, Rah! and he slams his back, Ooh. and he just drives all the metal harder into his legs, his oh, buttock, his man. back. Uh, mm, the, the wind is knocked out of Mieber again. Yeah. But I think he gets to his head. Yeah. I think he gets up to his head. It's it's really dramatic. He gets to the final step, and it's like halfway up his neck. Yeah. And he just he can get to a horn, and it's yeah. just like the camera's really close on his hand. Slow motion, uh, that big hand reaching for that tall, tall horn. And and Savage is like bashing his, his own head against the wall. Ah. And then finally he gets that horn. And ha, it worked. And he, boom, jumps up onto his head. From there, the plan, I think, has to be go for the eyes, right? Go for the eyes. So Savage oppresses his big horns uh, on the front of his head. Um, let me get this uh, just confirm what I'm thinking. Yeah, he's got a center horn. Now, the one on the left side is broken. A couple on the left side, but of the front three horns, he's got one in the center, one on the right that is the largest, and one cut on the left. Mieber gets pitter-patters over his feet. His little fins gets on the center horn and grab, gets a good grip, and then does a leap feet first. Oh. Down the frontal slope, like climbing half dome, and he feet first into his eyes. Okay, so he does a big swing. Flip, yeah, a big swing, swing and flip. And kicks Savage's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Savage falls backwards, and I think in that moment, Savage's big, meaty hand flies to his face. Amazing move by Mieber. I think mm-hmm. Mieber's even congratulating himself as this happens. What a strategy. But that big, meaty paw mm-hmm. knows now exactly where Mieber is, and he reaches up with his hand, and he uses the force to call Mieber into his hand, mm-hmm. and he squeezes with all oh. of his might. This might not kill Mieber, but Savage has him for just a precious second. Yeah. Savage has him, and he says, I have you now. That's my thing that I made up. I have you now. (laughs) And I think this is a good place to pause in our combat. Yeah. And decide who we think would win, who we think should win. Did one of these Mm -hmm. uh, combatants really step up in in this fight? How are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling both of... uh, put up a good 
effort, but I think Mieber has used his mind to win this battle and expose a lot of things in Sauvage Opress that Sauvage will have to, if he survives this, will have to work on in future training sessions with his brother. So I think there is an issue. Um, so I, I weird, weirdly think Mieber's winning. Yeah. I don't know if that's how it ends up, but he's definitely A for effort. Yeah, I think these are both characters who suffer from hubris. Yes. But Savage's mm. hubris is believing in his own uh, brutality, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whereas Mieber's is in believing in himself, believing in his strategic ability. So just on the values of Star Wars mm-hmm. and the story we've told so far, I think Mieber should win the combat, but yeah. not without a price, because this is Savage Opress. Dumb name aside, he is powerful and pretty damn cool. Yeah. So you think it's a physical cost or an emotional cost to Mieber? I'm going to say both. Okay. I think Mieber really, I think Mieber That's can uh, squeak a victory out, mm. but I think he really has to pay the price. I think, I think Savage is squeezing him. It's close. It looks like he might die. Yeah. Mieber, Mieber's just like, and I think a quick cut to the Jedi temple and Kiadi Mundi turns like, do we have anyone to send? Mieber is about anyone. to die. What anyone? About, anyone? What about anyone? Mieber, the Mieber attack um, on Savage? Anyone? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no answer. Cut back. Opal Rensis just kind of looks over. Mm, <laughs> oh, take a while for me to get over there. So Mieber's on his own. And I think the earpiece, in fact, fritzes out. <laughs> I think um, there is a clacking of heel boots, boot heels, I should say. Heel boots are an interesting thing as well. <laughs> clacking of boot heels uh, at the end of the corridor, and that's when uh, that's when uh, Savage Opress hears, "Brother, what are you doing?" And Savage turns to find Maul staring at him. And I think Savage drops Mieber to the ground. Okay. So Mieber flops down. Uh, Mieber was trying to get information. Right. He's limping. He's got some internal bleeding. Yeah. Uh, But he knows he's got that information. He's won the ultimate battle. Because he's he's learned uh, about Savage Mm -hmm. in the relationship. Uh, or, or do you think he's managed to actually download the information? I think the information was downloaded. Did he put it in a USB stick? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's say let's say that. Uh, bef- bef- mm-hmm. I, I thought that he didn't have the information. I want you know what I want to make him work for the information. Okay, I like this idea that he's yes. he's going to complete his mission. Right, that he he gave up on the mission of information and tried to kill this beast and almost died for it. Right, uh, so he he sees that even though this is a hallway, there is a little a data port, mm. a little data port that if he could get to. Yeah, without being detected, yeah, he could. And I think one of it, one of his little limbs is is not working, so he's he's, he's basically he gets foot. under a a bit of shredded clothing, yeah, and he he carries it over oh, to yeah, the yeah. data port. He's got he's got that big chest uh, unit thing, yes, Mieber. So I think that's a that's a Star Wars USB, <laughs> yes, yes. So yes, I think yes. he's gonna he's gonna yes, this little piece of a tunic is moving along, yeah, the floor. getting closer and closer. He's taking it off. He's gonna he's gonna plug that in, hoping that Savage Opress will be distracted. If by this is the end of Mieber, at least I'm gonna complete. My mission. And Savage is like, ah, brother, brother, we were attacked by a Jedi, uh, but uh, a, a small Jedi, but I uh, cut him apart and then I uh, just got done. I threw him out. He, he uh, ripped the head off of this pike, as you can see, uh, and I, I threw him out of the, I went back to the storage area and I threw him out, I threw him out of the storage lock. Oh, I defeated him, brother. Oh, it was, you saw, he put metal up, he tried to mark me. He put metal up and down my leg and back. It doesn't hurt at all. I killed him. Oh, I killed him, brother. Wait, what happened to Jack Tolsite? Did you kill him? I'm going to have to tell his family. <laughs> Quay's going to be un- unhappy. Uh, Maul uh, steps close to Savage and inspects him. Clinks over with his uh, metallic heel boots, by the way. (laughs) Clink, clink, clink. And uh, turns around and says, why is there broken pieces of droid in your back? Uh, 
in 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 my fury i i called to the force screaming out saying ah break things and the droid ex- exploded and hit my back and i didn't even care because it, it like i said it didn't hurt it doesn't hurt nothing hurts uh my eyes are a little bloodshot too i would imagine but that doesn't hurt that's what a, a weakling this jedi was poked me in the eyes weak weak and in the background they hear I did it. I <laughs> downloaded the information. Ah, ah. gone has succeeded. And I think Savage says, brother, watch out. And he force pushes Maul out of the door, uses the force to close it so Maul can't see what's happening. He uses even more uh, force to pull all of the metal out of his own back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And he jams it into the door yeah. so Maul can't get back in. And he turns... He looks under that. He pulls the cloth up. He's like, you will die. He, he knows exactly where Mibra is now. He ignites his blade. And he cuts just as Mibra jumps. Yeah. Mibra jumps out of the way. And Mieber thinks that he's gotten away scot-free. He, he, he yells out in joy. What does he say? I'm on my way back home. And when he goes to land on his frog legs, mm-hmm. he realizes they're gone. <laughs> oh, well, that's quite a oh, disappointing development. <laughs> uh, and uh, so Savage has, has crossed through, crossed his legs. Both of them have fallen. They're jittering. He says, I have you now. See, it's my catchphrase. I have you now. <laughs> and as Savage <laughs> brings the lightsaber down to cut. Back in the command center, uh-huh. Anakin has walked in, and he's just hearing this recording from Caddy Monday. <laughs> oh, I have you now. That sounds cool. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, as Savage is bringing the lightsaber mm-hmm. I think Savage takes a moment to gloat. He he puts the lightsaber ah. right in. He's like, he said, "I have you now." He's yeah. like, "There is no way for you to escape." But Mieber, strategic as always, mm-hmm. Mieber sees a way to escape, not with his legs, but with his life. <laughs> he sees a little air vent, ooh, underneath, from uh, behind Savage Press on the ground there, on the baseboard there, so to speak. So he. Asked to find a way to roll over there or hop with his feet. Yes, I think. He sees a way out. Yeah, I think, yeah, he sees he sees it. He sees it's very far away. Yeah. Uh, and I think Mieber does the hardest thing in the world for Mieber to do. Hmm. He pretends to be weak. <laughs> he wants everyone to believe he's very strong. Yeah. So even pretending to be weak, yeah. I think he starts crawling with his, his hands. Mm-hmm. He's like, please, oh, please, please, no, right? Spare me. I am I am not a threat to you, mighty, mighty warrior. I am but an irritation. And Savage is like, yes, that's right, but I shall not spare you. I shall destroy you a million times over. I will uh, flay your flesh from your body. I will feast on your eye stalks. I will make a soup out of you, and I will slowly sip you over a thousand nights. He's going on and on. on, and on. Great and speech. Mieber gets back to his own legs. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. He grabs them, knowing that they are still strong, that like a chicken's head, they'll still function for a little while after. Right. And he, he grabs his own legs with his hands, pounds them <laughs> on the ground, and they still got a bunch of bounce in them. So he goes boonk, flying. Boonk, boonk, and uses his own legs as little, uh, like a little ride. Yeah, like, like two a little, little pogo two sticks. Two little pogo sticks, thank you. And hops over to the event. He goes vent. flying into the vent, yeah, and uh, through the vent, he uh, he struggles towards an escape pod, right? Yes, boonk, boonk, and he hears Savage press. I had you now, and he's cutting at the wall with his lightsaber. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Mieber's like a character from like Chronicles of Narnia on some like <laughs> island of the Voyage of the Dawn Treader just a hopping foot and uh, as he as he gets to the um, the escape, escape pod, pod the last thing that Mieber hears mm-hmm. is a, a door exploding open somewhere somewhere far away in the voice of Maul saying brother 
You have so much to learn. But I have him now. <laughs> it's just horrible sounds of, of evil and pain as Mieber is launched into the safety of space. Yes. yes. I think that is probably the end of our main combat, but yeah. can I sense that you maybe have a Mieber-related post-credit scene? Yeah, we, we flash up on Coruscant in the chambers of the Jedi Council. All the leaders are there, either in pres- uh, either there present or via uh, you know hologram, and uh, Yoda and Mace Kiedimundi are there. And in the center of the room sits uh, Mieber Gascon, uh, infirmed, bandaged, his... Legs are gone, but in its place are some cybernetic flippers. Oh, wow. And he uh, looks up at the council and says, Well, I may not have come back in one piece, but I can say the Republic is standing strong as ever thanks to the information from me, Colonel Mieber Gascon. In the Jedi Council, all nod and bow, right? Except for Opo Rensisis, who just kind of barely looks up and says, <laughs> I think I might retire. <laughs> and smash the credits. The Star Wars theme plays. People cheer. Yay! A great and violent story, which is our full prediction of what will yeah. actually happen when the Clone Wars returns. This right? is a lost Clone Wars episode. <laughs> this is a lost Clone Wars episode. Yeah. Could be building towards Revenge of the Sith, but I'm sure we'll have a couple flashback episodes. Yeah. yeah. Fan favorite characters, Mieber and Savage at it again. Thank you as always for listening. People have been sending in some great suggestions uh, for Databank Brawl. If you want to do that, use the hashtag Databank Brawl and we will try to get to them all. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Cadnapsock. That includes Instagram, TV, and Twitch. Excellent. And we always like to thank Tony Thaxon for our theme music. Tony recently rebranded his Patreon. He is focusing almost entirely on his great Star Wars music. If you haven't heard the songs, they're amazing. Go check out his Patreon, which is now called Cloud City Soundtrack. Patreon.com slash Cloud City Soundtrack. We, of course, have a Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash Force Center. You can also buy merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. And, of course, you can find Databank Brawl episodes on YouTube. Just go there and search for Force Center. You can check out my podcast, Obsessed. That's out every Thursday. And you can also go to my website, josephscrimshaw.com, for info on live shows, comedy albums, all that. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Is that Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 